Welcome to episode number five, Rap City Podcast. Uh, as always, Kitchen Deno from various parts of the globe will be joining us. We will uh, be talking the Raps recap of the last couple games, which is very quick. We've got some Deno trivia. Uh, we've got a bit of a uh, kitchen update on his global travels. We talk uh, all decade team for the Raps, which I'm sure, as I'm sure you can imagine, is very much. Uh, heavily weighted towards the last few years and players on those teams. Uh, we go off on a tangent on coaching for, for some strange reason. Um, and then we move into some Eastern All-Star picks. And the hard fact uh, reality is set in for me that it looks like Freddie being an All-Star and that wager I made with Deno is looking less and less likely. But not completely out of the realm. Uh, so we go through that. We talk uh, NFL playoff scenarios. We talk backyard gambling, as always, where we make four picks this week. And uh, to no one's surprise, Kitch and Deno do not like my picks. However, they do have to bear in mind that I am comfortably in the lead in our in our weekly spreadsheet. So uh, we've got that coming up. We talk a little bit of Jameis Winston and the calamity that is that young man as a quarterback in the NFL. Uh, and then we move into uh, what drives you fucking crazy and the, any, any other business segment to wrap it up. Unfortunately, we do not meet the Kate Marcotte criteria of uh, getting this thing under 45 minutes, but it's close, much closer than it's been. Uh, and this is definitely the shortest of the bunch. So we are getting there and uh, it should be a good one for everybody. But first, as always, our first guest uh, is coming on here. Uh, Coach Mike Gundy from the Oklahoma State uh, football team. So, Coach, give us your thoughts. I'll talk about this article right here. If anybody hasn't read this article, I don't read it. This was brought to me by a mother of children. I think this is worth reading. Let me tell you why I want to talk about this article. Three-fourths of this is inaccurate. It's fiction. And this article embarrasses me, but you haven't had that. But someday you will. And when your child comes home, you'll understand. If you want to go after an athlete, one of my athletes, you go after one that doesn't do the right things. You don't downgrade him because he does everything right and may not play as well on Saturday. And you let us make that decision. That's why I don't read the newspaper. Because it's garbage. And the editor that let it come out is garbage attacking an amateur athlete for doing everything right. And then you want to write articles about guys that don't do things right and downgrade them, the ones that do make plays. Are you kidding me? Where are we at in society today? Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm not a, I'm not a kid. Write something about me or our coaches. We'll write about a kid that does everything right, that's heart's broken, and then say that the coaches said he was scared? That ain't true! And then to say that we made that decision because Donovan Woods, because he threatened to transfer? That's not true! So get your facts straight. And I hope someday you have a child and somebody be downgrades him and belittles him and you have to look him in the eye and say, you know what, it's okay. They're supposed to be mature adults, but they're really not. Who's the kid here? Who's the kid here? Are you kidding me? That's all I got to say. It makes me want to puke. 
Kitch. Yo. Dano. Woo. Episode Senko, January 1st, 2020. Another milestone for the podcast. We're into our second year. <laughs> That's true. That is true. <laughs> That's a big one for us. Uh, now, listen, those were some pretty uh, intense words from Coach Coach Gundy. And, you know, I would just like to say that's one of my favorites. And he'll be a repeat. He'll be a repeat uh, guest on the, on the pod. I love the mix of like absolute losing his mind craziness to then sort of like has a rational thought of like, yeah, what are you doing coming after a kid? Like, who's the kid in this situation when he says that? I, lo- <laughs> I, love, I love that. That's a good, so that's a, that's an all, that's a top fiver for me. Kitch that rank. Where's that rank for you? Uh, top 10, top 10, there's some, there's oh. some deep ones, but I, I still, I still like it. I, nothing wrong with that one at all. So Kitch, before we get to, uh, to Deno's trivia segment, which was a big hit last week. Um, let's, where are you Kitch? Tell us, tell everyone where you are. I'm in the Dominican Republic with the family for a week, broadcasting right from the beach. Got my, I was just showing the boys my hundred percent proof uh, ball of rum I got in my room yesterday and the day before my eighty five percent ball of rum. So, kids, as we were just mentioning, uh, and I guess not really to my surprise, and uh, you have no idea what's been going on in the Dominican as far as the alcohol related deaths from tourists, uh, and they've actually come back. <laughs> it's usually from the mini bar or alcohol that's been left in the room by staff. <laughs> <laughs> I am shocked that you took the entire family to Dominican this year and are drinking their alcohol from the. Uh, oh, I'm pounding the mini bar. The mini bar, <laughs> the mini bar is getting emptied every day. <laughs> that well, kitchen wants to get roofied. Actually, this uh, this I May March last night. Last night I might have been roofied. Actually, uh, after this, after my stint at the uh, Dominican disco on the property, I think I might have been roofied last night. This May Mark Kitchen's last podcast ever. So <laughs> this will this will definitely be one for the. Uh, for the time capsule. So, all right, Deno, uh, let's move on to the uh, Deno trivia segment. Last week, it was how many times at Iverson say practice, which I was a uh, kitsch won that one. Uh, what do you have for us today as far? And it doesn't have to be Gundy related. Just what do, what do you got for us? Yeah. You know, I was thinking about what I'm going to talk about today. And after I listened to the, to the rant and stuff, Bart, I kind of, I kind of thought about last week and how you've been treating kitchen. I on this, uh, on this program, and I'm wondering if you would have our backs. Like if people started trashing us, calling us out, saying we're stupid, we don't know anything about the the show Friends and all that kind of stuff. And it really got me angry. And all I got to say is that it makes me want to puke. <laughs> well, so is that the trivia, whether or not I would have your back? Is that the it's not really yeah. trivia? Yeah, it's, it's more trivia. of a... Uh, well, listen, I'm always going to look out for the pod uh, and I'll always act in the best interests of the pod. Seeing as I own 100% of it, uh, so I know that's a good question. I don't have an answer for you because I don't. I don't really know if I would actually. Uh, it really would depend on what's in the best interest of, of myself and the pod. So, uh, all right, we'll work on uh, the trivia segment and catch that. That's your travel segment that you talked about last week. Like we have to work on that too. Well, I it was on the agenda. You can't just throw it in there. Oh my God, you guys in the agenda, like you know, boys, you got to wing some of the stuff. Uh, all right, quickly we are. Let's. Oh, and I should. I should say we're at minute three and a half. The intro is about three minutes. Uh, so we are the Kate Marcotte line. We've got to get to 45 minutes, 45 minutes or under. And I think today with today's agenda, we can do it. Uh, so quickly, Deno, did you watch the game last night? Uh, Raps recap. Nope. Did not see it. Just saw, saw some of the highlights this morning. Kitch, did you see the game? Nope. 
Not at all. Wasn't sure here. I tried to get it on Sportsbook yeah. in the uh, in the. Uh, and they, they thought I was talking with two heads. They had no idea what I was ask, asking for. I don't speak Spanish very well. Okay, so let's go back to Deno's uh, trivia question. So no, the answer is no, I will not have your backs. This is a Raptors podcast. It helps if at least two-thirds of the uh, co-hosts have seen, have seen some basketball. <laughs> All right, so uh, obviously, again, play Cleveland. You know, a team we got to destroy. We did. It looked pretty good. You know, if we go back to the Oklahoma game, um, just, you know, a game that we – Absolutely should have won. Didn't I actually think the coaching at the end of the game? I tweeted it out. If anyone for our four followers that we have now, I tweeted out as much as I love Nick Nurse, and I do think he's actually. I think he has to be one or two in coach of the year right now. But man, that was a bad. That was a bad coaching moment for him. Just players didn't know what was going on. Don't call a timeout, and then became a foul guy to get to give us give ourselves a chance. So that was a bit of a disaster. But all in all, you know what? I think this is what we are right now. I think we're a 500 ball club until we get everybody back. We're gonna we're gonna win some games we probably shouldn't, like the Boston game where we played out of our minds. We're gonna lose games to Oklahoma that we shouldn't lose, and then we're gonna beat up on the bad teams. Like I think that's I think that's exactly where we're at right now, and we'll sort of we'll see where this uh, where this goes for the for the squad. And apparently, by the way. I'm not allowed to say we anymore. Like I'm part of the Raptors. My wife, she's listened to four seconds of our podcast and she pointed out right away. She's like, we, we, Oh, I didn't know that you, we, you work for the Raptors. So I can't say, so the Raptors have to, we'll see where the Raptors take this uh, until we get the, the squad back. Deno. That's four yeah. seconds longer than my wife actually has listened to the podcast. So good for her. <laughs> my wife does not have access to the podcast. So, so yeah, Raptors, I think they actually, Kitch keeps bringing this up, but the Raptors are 17 and 0 against teams below 500 and 6 and 11 against teams above 500, right? 17 and 0. So like, we just smoke teams we're supposed to beat and then 6 and 11 against good teams. That's, that's not like good for the playoffs. Well, except for the fact that, well, I mean, that's going to get us to a probably a, com- a comfortable, that should get us a four seed if we continue that. I think we'll end up being in that, that four spot, which gets us the first round and then probably Milwaukee second round. So, oh, I just said we again. Yeah, we, I can't say we. The Raptors will get to the four seed. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, and then I think it's, this goes back to my argument, that, which again, I did not appreciate the fact that you two didn't understand my argument from last week. This goes back to if the Raptors want to make a run, that's great. Then we have to add something else and go for it. But if it's obvious that they are not capable of beating the Philadelphia's, the Milwaukee's, then, yeah, you cannot let Gasol and Ibaka. I don't want to rehash this, but if that's all I'm saying. Bert, it would be a travesty Bert, if that happens. Bert, if you recall two pods ago, I said, when you were saying we get rid of those three players, the first thing I said, Bart, was what's your objective? So if your, right. objective, if your objective is to go to the final, you can't, you can't really get rid of those guys. Or, or you know, you can't get rid of Lowry. You can't get rid of Lowry, right? If, if our objective is go to the final, if we think we don't have the tools to get there, then trade Lowry. But if we, if, if we say we want to go to the final, got to keep Lowry, and somehow we got to get another another three-point shooter or something. Yeah, but you know what? I did a quick look at what's available in this trade market. It's a terrible – like, there's no one. We Obviously, we don't need Chris Paul. And then you've got the next two big guys are sort of Gallinari and Kevin Love, and I those both those guys can't guard anybody. That's just they're not what's going to bring us put us over the top. So I think we're stuck with what we have. And yeah, I think the I think Masai will absolutely say we're going to go give it around with this group. He, 
I know. I hope. I hope not. I hope not because I don't like what Dano just gave us the stats. We we get we get up against good teams. We don't seem to win. So all of a sudden we got these guys stuck. We don't beat the good teams in the playoffs, and we're we're in a bit of a bind then. So yeah, I think we got to do. If we want to win, we got to do something. We got to pick some other person. And it's probably going to be to the sacrifice of some good young guy that we're going to lose. You know what's interesting? These are uh, these stats here. So Milwaukee, Milwaukee's twenty-one and zero against teams under five hundred. Nine and five against over five hundred. Lakers seventeen and zero against teams under five hundred, and then nine and seven um, above five hundred. So like, I think as long as you play just a bit above five hundred against the good teams, and then smoke the bad teams, you can get you can get first place. So yeah, then I, I I actually think. You could make the argument still that the squad that we have could scare some teams because they're going to be playoff tested. They're not going to, no moment's going to be too big for this squad any longer. Just, I don't know if we have that. We don't have a closer, right? We don't know if anyone's going to finish games for us. And that's where we're going to, or we, that's where the Raptors are going to probably struggle in a, in a tough seven game series with like either Philadelphia or, or Boston or Milwaukee. Those three teams are probably better than the Raps right now in a seven game series. So yeah, I, I don't know. I think we're in a tough spot. I think we're in a tough spot. Um, obviously, if we do not, if we, if the Raptors do not, <laughs> if the Raptors do not do anything, I mean, we they are left with a ton of cap space at the end of this year, one way or the other. So we can build them free. Of course, it's a terrible free agent year too. So who knows? All right, so that's where that's. I think that's where the the Raps are at. Uh, we did talk about you know uh, quickly rehashing the All Decade team. Uh, eventually, we're going to go to the all-time raps team. We'll do one of those. But this, we're going to, in light of the fact that it's a new decade today, Den, I don't know if you know that 2020 represents a new decade. Um, oh. <laughs> we will, we will look at the, the all-decade team, which is going to look very similar to the last three-year team. Bart, let me go back to that plus-minus two thing on the raps recap. Oh, yeah, right. you did, yeah. Interesting stat. So I, I, I got this from a, a, an Avalister, our second Twitter follower. He was the second one on board for Twitter. He's he was probably our first listener. Slacker. Slacker has given me a site to look at to say, hey, you guys should talk about this a bit. Under the site, it's a plus minus. So look at the plus minus for each player for the wrap. So you look at Siakam. He's plus 197. You've got Gasol at plus 183. In third place, which is, might come surprise to you, we actually have Terrence Davis at plus 152. In fourth place, OG at plus 138, and then so on. And then you look down the list, and you got at minus 54 is Abaka. Abaka is actually minus yep. 54 when all these other guys who are starters are plus 100 and above. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I, the coaches had to see that. I think I think kind of answers our question where, yeah, you get a good a good night here or there from Abaka, but you don't get a consistent good night. And uh, it's some real, uh, real bad games. And, and if we're trying to trade somebody – I think that's glaring that if we can get if we can get something for Abaka, I think that's something that that might make some sense. And the other thing that glaring there too is Terrence Davis. I think we give Terrence Davis a shot. Like, I I I like the way that guy plays. I like him much better than uh, the McCaw. And I think I think we give him a him a go in the in the starting lineup every once in a while. Yeah, I, th- I think I think some of the stats might be a bit a bit misleading. Like Abaka's trouble with injuries. Uh, yeah, injuries. Right. So he was um, probably a lot of his minus came from when the Raptors. Possibly had Gasol starting, right? Now all these injuries and stuff, but I, I agree. Like I think, I think in general, he's he's probably our worst. <laughs> you know, we we're actually trashing him a lot. You know, his stats, what he's got, like what six of the last seven games, double doubles or something like that, or something like yeah, that, right? So, well, I'll tell you yeah. what the 
the one time I bet the double double, he didn't get it. I can tell you that. Uh, Bart, so Bart, he had nine rebounds the last thirteen minutes of that game. I know, Un- unbelievable. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think some of those stats are misleading too, but I, I do think it. I think we have to reconsider our hate for Gasol because they are a better team with him on the floor. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. When I was looking at this, and I, I should have, I should have written it down. But the hit, their points per hundred possessions when he's on the floor is significantly better than when anyone else uh, points per hundred possession. Right? Anyone like Lowry doesn't matter who it is. Like he is, he just he's good. He moves the ball. We're a better team with him, um, and we miss him. And it just goes to show, like when Ibaka got hurt and Gasol. Put, I mean, we were a better team considering those injuries. Right? When Ibaka's out, we still played pretty well. We the raps played really well, um, and then you know now Gasol's out, and we're kind of a, we're middling sort of five hundred ish type squad, right? So, yep, I don't know. I agree. We'll see. We'll see where it takes takes the raps. Uh, all right, listen, all decade team. I think this is pretty easy actually because, uh, like I said, it's going to be very heavily weighted <laughs> the last three years. So I'll go first, Deno. Give you more time to actually do some research. Uh, so I went very easily. Lowry, Kawhi. DeRozan, JV, Pascal, with Sweet Lou coming off the bench as our sixth man. That's my all-decade team. Do you, you not have Kawhi in there? Was he there? I said Kawhi. I said Lowry. Oh, first. Kawhi. I'm not going like in order of popularity. I'm just saying these are the five starters. And then Sweet Lou. I, I, must, I can't imagine there's any difference. from. But let's go. Catch you up. Who you got? I, I, I got that too, but I'm going to add one. My addition is Ujiri. Oh, Jesus. Ujiri brought him in. Ujiri built the team. Built the team for the championship. Okay. okay. Uh, a Colangelo may have something to say about that. Okay, <laughs> wait. You got to answer the question. Like, what is this throwing in people? Okay, well, I'll throw in a cheerleader. Or I'll nurse. Throw in a nurse, too. Oh, nurse now, too. Now it's nurse. Okay, let's let's throw in a Casey because he built the team. He built the freaking team. There we go. I got Casey's back. Casey can't coach. He can't coach. <laughs> Dino, do you have anything different than that from the uh, decade, Tim? No, I I probably put Casey in there, I guess, just to piss off Kitchen. So. Yeah, yeah, that went yeah, off. But it, it is crazy. Like I, I went back and looked at the beginning of the like. Oh, God, we that was a terrible. Oh. We had some terrible players, terrible rosters. Those oh. early early parts of the decade. Yeah. Oh, we did. Yeah. We did. It was. Guys, we forget. Guys, how- I know. I know. We trashed Casey a lot. The guy. The guy inherited what we have a. 25 wins when he came in or was it even 25 30 wins that yeah. team was a disaster oh i don't think it, i don't think it was i think i think in 20 2010 after they traded bosch or sorry after we lost bosch they lost bosch the raptors lost bosch i don't know i can't my wife's got me yeah when bosch left that next year i i think we i think the raps were 20 22 and and uh 60 i think it was i think i think they lost 60 games that year so like it was a terrible start so i agree deno but you can make the argument as soon as rudy gay left that made everyone better derozan yeah derozan showed up like he became the player he sort of is now and by the way derozan still gets a bad rap he's having a pretty good year yet again um but that was a big one getting rid of some cancers uh, and then, yeah, then Casey obviously did come in and get Lowry, and it, it changed the dynamic. But yeah, Casey was horrible, but probably not as horrible as I've, we've made him out to be. He was coaching the year. He didn't get coaching the year. Coach of the year then got fired. 
Yeah. 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 Well, he well, was, guys, he kept losing them to LeBron James. So, like, what the? Come on. Yeah, I know. Getting swept and losing. Like, the year they lost 4 2 in the conference finals, they lost first two at home, won the next two at home. I think everyone thought, okay, well, that's a decent result. We went to six games, could have gone to seven. But when you get swept by LeBron, like, come on, that that Cavaliers team was not that much better than. Okay. I'm saying the, the Cavs win that series every time, but we got to win a game. Okay. So since we're joining uh, Casey here, yeah, we're, so his we're way, off. We're way off track here, but yeah, Kate first, Marcotte is not happy. First, first year, first year was a strike year, right? So he went 23 and 43, 34%. So then from there, 34, 48, 49, 56, 51, 59 wins. Like, come on. I could, I could have coached that team with Kawhi and got to the final. Come on. All right, we have we have to move on. We are we yeah, way yeah. off track. 16, 17 minutes in. Jesus Christ. We got some baseball to cover. All right. <laughs> oh, by the way, by the way, that was an awesome finish to the last show. Deno's baseball coverage. That was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Editing control, Deno. That's where it's at. Editing control. Okay. If I was uh, my eleven uh, year old, that'd be called bullying. That was bullying right there. <laughs> that was funny bullying, though. That was I funny bullying. I warned you. <laughs> There's only one, only one sheriff in town. Don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Eastern All Stars, and this is um, we're going to do Western All Stars next week. But Eastern, I'll tell you what, this is not easy. So here's what we're going to do. It. We're going to go locks. Who? It doesn't matter. That, don't worry about anything other than just who you think deserves to be on the team as of right now. So I'm going to go locks, and then I'm going to go last in. Okay, How many guys. How many guys? Ten. Well, twelve. Twelve on the team. Twelve. Okay. Twelve man roster. Okay, uh, so it's got nothing to do with fan vote. It's just, just like who deserves to be on the team as of today. Oh wait, so, whoa, whoa. What, why? What do you mean? Like it should be who's going to get in there? Well, no, because I'm not going to count a guy like Kyrie. Right, he's played 11 games to date. He's probably going to get fan voted in, which is ridiculous. <laughs> so so all I'm saying is, how are we going to measure this? Just by <laughs> Kitch is drinking his alcohol right now. <laughs> Well, yeah, so he'll be dead. He'll be dead in seven minutes. <laughs> okay, go ahead with with this scenario you got. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, you could if you want to put Kyrie in because I think he's really the only one that I don't have in. That was it's probably going to be the the argument, but so I'm going locks, Giannis, Embiid, Butler, Lowry, Trey Young, Kemba, Jalen Brown, Siakam, assuming he comes back at some point soon. And Bradley Beal. Okay, so that's nine locks that I have. And then you think you, you think Young's Young Trey Young um, a lock? You look that you look team, at his, like team's horrible, but you yeah. look at his stats; they're actually pretty good. And then when I when I introduce player efficiency rating to the listening audience and yourselves in a, in a couple minutes, he's he's way he's right up like he's. He's up there. Yeah, he's on a terrible team, but I'm telling you, one, he might even get voted in, but two, they're going to pick him, right? Because the the coaches are going to be, the NBA is going to be all over getting those young guys in, and he's a face, of, he's face of the NBA type stuff. Like he's he's popular, he's getting in. I guarantee he's a lock. Uh, and then, so then for the last three spots, okay, this is and this is this is impossible. Here are the list of guys I've been last: Brogdon, Freddie. Just wait for it, Deno. Tatum, Tatum. What? Just, I'm saying he's one of the guys under consideration. Just a second. Tatum, Middleton, 
Bam and Bio, Levine, Sabonis, Vucevic at Orlando, Dinwiddie, Simmons, Harris, Tobias Harris, that is, and Drummond. Okay, Bart, are you are you putting together four teams here? <laughs> no, I'm saying that's out of that group, you got to pick three more. All right, out of that, so that's what I'm saying. This is a, it's damn near impossible. So, but here's but here's what I would here's how I'd finish out the squad. Who I think would would get on it. I think Brogdon is almost a lock because Indiana's good and he is seen as the key cog in that wheel. Even though he's eighteen four and seven and a half, so he's eighteen points four rebounds, seven and a half assists, shooting forty five percent. Okay, so that's that's good. But if you look at Freddie, eighteen four and seven, shooting thirty nine percent. Now, just a second. I'm, I'm not saying Freddie's getting in, but so I'm saying Brogdon, okay, he's number 10. Then I'm saying Middleton's going to get in again because I think the best team in the league is going to get two guys. And his his numbers, 19, five and a half rebounds. Oh, there I went dark again. Uh, five and a half rebounds, three uh, 3.8 assists, shooting almost 50%. He's in. So that leaves one spot less. And I'm telling you, the guy that I think is going to get it is going to be Dinwiddie from the Nets. Uh, and he's 23 three and six shooting 43%. So very quickly, the advanced metrics, they, the, the per player efficiency rating, right? That's the big sort of advanced metrics that they all use. And for anyone who doesn't understand it very quickly, it is a per minute calculation of what you bring to the table, right? And it just for pace of play. So it just for your points, your rebounds, your assists, um, your three point shots. And then it takes away, on turnovers, personal fouls, uh, and there's a couple other things, right? So it's a, it's a it's an advanced metric, and it's the so the league minimum or the league average for the average player is 15. Okay, that's what they've determined. So anything above 15, you're above average, but like anything above 25 is considered like awesome. Jordan's all time per is like almost 28. Okay, so that's that's right. So if you look at right now, Giannis today is leading the league at a per of 33.79. And Bede's next in the East at 26.33. This is where Freddie, the Freddie argument falls off pretty quickly. He's 16.49, which would be the lowest out of any of the guys that I just mentioned. So Freddie needs seven all-star injuries, and he's on that squad. I wouldn't have that. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. Seven injuries he's on. That's, but that's look at Milton, right? Middleton's 20.87. That's, that's better than Brown. That's better than Lowry. Lowry's only 18.16. Really? For, wow. yeah, I know. Which, yeah. That's because, you know what? Takes a ton of shots, fair number of turnovers, um, and they don't count drawing charges as part of that, which they should, by the way, because that's a, he's the best in the league at that. Uh, so, yep. but, and as one little last surprise, who do you think is the highest player efficiency rating on the Raptors? This would have been a good trivia, Deno, just so you know. Anyone? You're going to guess? Just, no, I'll uh, say Hollis Jefferson. <laughs> no, <laughs> Deno. I I hate to say it, but OG. I don't know. Bobby Boucher, Chris Bobby Boucher. Ooh. Yeah, twenty twenty point eight seven. I'll tell you what, that kid Jibapel. is Jibapel, that, Bobby Boucher. <laughs> that kid is going to make a lot of money. Bart, is he going the All Star game then? With your uh, your advanced analytics? No, I, guess, I don't think he has enough minutes played. Although he does register in the in the purpose. I'm telling you, he, I think he might be a future all-star. I hate to say that, but I think he might be. 
Needs a couple oh. hamburgers. A couple hamburgers. Uh, oh, by the way, and so I admitted, uh, and I, oh, yeah, I forgot about Drummond. Drummond's per 22.86. He's averaging 18, 16, and three. Yeah. If it's not Dinwiddie, it's Drummond. But I think they're going to put a net on there. So, uh, and the Pistons are terrible. So Drummond may get, but that's, yeah. And I'll tell you what, uh, Sabonis has a great argument too at 17, 17, 13, and four. Shooting fifty one. Do you want our opinions? Yeah, Is it just your ahead. section, or do you want, do you want our feedback on this? <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I didn't, actually I don't, but go ahead. <laughs> I I am not a fan. I am not a believer in Trey Young. I'm going to kick Trey Young out. I'm going to put Dinwiddie in for him as as the lock in there. I agree with you on the Middleton and Brogdon, but I I I like the uh, Adebayo. I think Adebayo's in there just because I think the the heat of have overachieved this year and people saying we got to get some heat players in there and, and is Butler going to be the only guy? I think Adebayo gets in there because of the, because of the success of the team this year. Yeah, I mean, I, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I'm pretty similar to Kitch and, and Bart. Like, Shocker. Okay, Bart, for Freddie V to get in with how you're saying this, they'd have three Raptors. Like there, There's no way there's three Raptors, even like if there's a couple plane crashes. No, there's, I, no I way, there's no way there's three Raptors for a fifth place team. Sorry, Bart. Just pay the bet right now. Wire it to me. Wire me the cash. You have to You have must, It does. It does pain me. I, 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 it's bullshit because I think he's actually. I'd, I'd rather have him than Brogdon. I would. I'd rather have him oh, than Brogdon. Come on. Anyways, okay. So I'm, I'm. I'm very similar to Kitsch. I got. Um, I actually got Sabonis in there. I got uh, Dinwiddie. And I got Middleton as well as my uh, three others. I think I think I think there's got to be two Milwaukee players like on there when you have that that great of a record. I'm wondering I'm wondering if they're going to try and get one Chicago Bull there, like uh, like Levine somehow being you know it's in Chicago. Can he honor Jordan or something? But he's my sleeper 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 part. Kind of like kind of like Freddie V your sleeper. You know, I, I think only one plane crash for Levine. Only one plane, plane crash for Levine. <laughs> I think he's first alternate in. Yeah, if there's an injury, I think Levine would would probably be that first guy in for sure. Yeah. So do we do we all agree that Simmons is not not getting in? Well, I don't think so. Look at he's fourteen seven and eight, which is not horrible by any stretch. Uh, shooting forty percent from three. Has he had three threes? Uh, no, <laughs> well, I, I, if he's He's got. I mean, what's he? Two for five. He must be two for five this year. Because yeah. like, that's it. I get. Uh, and he his his per is only eighteen point eight nine. So no, I don't think Simmons is in. There's no way. There's an absolutely no way he should be. So yeah, I think that's what we're definitely saying for a guy who is, you know, a, a next LeBron type uh, coming in the league stuff. I, I think he's. They might they might regret that contract in another year. All right. Well, listen, the West comes next week. So uh, we will see. Get you putting this on the spreadsheet. You tracking our, our Eastern picks? Probably not. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, there you go. Oh, okay. No, well, there no, you go. No. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. So listen, 27 minutes in, we're done with basketball. We're going to move quickly now. We're going to move real sure quick. Happy. Not, sure, not sure Liz is happy. 27 you know minutes of basketball. She's done. So I don't think Liz, Liz is in Bahamas this week and she is frolicking with Justin Timberlake and his wife. Jessica Peel and Will Smith is also there in the Bahamas. Yeah, so I don't think I don't think Liz and JC are going to be avid listeners this week. Uh, all right, so <laughs> we are moving on to football playoffs. Uh, let's let's talk about the matchups and I, let's get lead it right off with the floundering New England Patriots. Kitch, they are five Whoa. point favorites at the moment. 
against Tennessee. So let's go through matchups. We'll do we'll do uh, gambling picks in a second, but let's go through matchups. I'm telling you right now, I think Tennessee is going to win that game. I will not bet very much on my New England Patriots. I think Brady, yes, I know he says old, but I think his arm has somehow broke this year. I think he has a broken arm and he's trying to throw the football. Well, and his happy feet. So, and his happy feet and he doesn't like his offensive line. He doesn't have a receiver open. I will be betting a dollar on the Patriots this weekend to win. He'll be betting a dollar. Well, that's a, you're a dollar lighter come Sunday morning. Don't bet <laughs> against the goat, Kitch. Don't bet against the goat. Deno, who are you liking that game? You, I, I got to go Patriots. Uh, the Patriots, like how Kitch calls it. The Pats, the Patriots. Uh, well, like I get it. Like his Houston, like what? What did Houston do last year in the playoffs? What's well, not like, Houston? They're playing Tennessee. I'm oh, sorry, Tennessee. Sorry, Tennessee did, did made the playoffs last year, right? Uh, uh, did they get in last year? I don't I, think so. Like they got, they got no playoff experience. They're they're going to go there scared. No, I got, I got the Patriots, as Kitch said. Well, like I said, I don't know what you guys are watching. But I watched a fair chunk of that Miami game because I just couldn't believe what was happening. Oh. The big, the most alarming, it, they scored the touchdown. They supposedly have a top three defense in the league. And Ryan Fitzpatrick marched 80 yards in no time whatsoever. And he was, un, he, unfortunately, he was unstoppable. So if the Patriots, if that's their defense going to the playoffs, I mean, Tennessee's moving the ball. Tannehill's playing the best football his career. Bert, it sounds like a side bet. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like a spreadsheet. Spreadsheet bet for sure. Bert, here's what we do. Here's what we do because I know you're going to be finicky about this. I think Patriots. You take uh, Tennessee. If it's if Patriots only win by by three or less, then it's a push. If they win by four or more, I win. There you go. No, that's ridiculous. We'll do whatever the line is. No, that's ridiculous. No, you said they're not going to win. Play the game. Win or lose. Well, no, but. I know, but I'm going to wager with the line. I don't care. All right. Well, then why don't we just we'll do money line? They're, I think they're plus 280. There you go. I'm not doing plus 280. Plus no, 280. Well, then whatever. Oh, then you're, then I'm not doing your stupid bet. I'm going to do what Vegas does. Let's bet the Vegas way or we can do the Deno idiot way. All right. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Uh, all right. Uh, let's, next match up, we got Houston Buffalo. I mean, Buffalo money line. Lock of the week. Lock that up. Buffalo's defense is okay, we're leaking into there. We're, for we're leaking into background gambling. I know it's, it's, it's background gambling, but it's also this. 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 I'm trying to make the short the show shorter. I'm trying to right. cut down two two things at once here. Buffalo money line defense. Their defense is solid as long as Josh Allen doesn't do too many stupid things. You know he's going to do a couple stupid things, but as long as he doesn't do too many stupid things, then uh, I love Buffalo to knock off Houston this week. Bart, you've gone in the dark. Again, I'm in the, I'm, there? I'm in the okay. dock. Okay. He's still, uh, I, got, I can't see you. I got Bart. I got Buffalo winning this game uh, eight to six. It's going to be the <laughs> worst game anyone ever watches ever in their life. And Buffalo's going to win by three or two. It's going to be so low scoring, so boring, and you're going to watch it. Generally speaking, this is always a horrible. That first Saturday game, oh, yeah. generally speaking, is always a terrible game. I think Houston's hosted four of the last five, <laughs> and it's just yeah, it's not good. And the and I don't think this one will be good either. 
Although I'm not convinced Buffalo walks out with a W. Uh, I just, well, I'm not. I don't have to be convinced. But where I am sneaky convinced, do not sleep on the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Everyone hates them. The whole world hates them right now. I'm just telling you, it could happen. Oh, it, it could, could now. I thought, I thought they were going to win it all. No, I, I never said that. I said that wouldn't be a horrible bet. <laughs> I never said that. I never picked. I don't think I ever picked Minnesota to win it all. What I said was value for money. That's not a horrible bet. Deno, I've been there. I've done this before. You haven't. I've picked that 30 to 1 well, Bart, sleeper team. Bart if, you, okay? Bart, if you pick 14 teams in the playoffs to win, you can't say, hey, I picked the winner. Well, I think if you, I, I think thankfully this is a historical uh, podcast. We can always go back in time and listen to the tape. <laughs> so right now I've picked the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. And I do believe I said that San Fran, I agree with you guys that San Fran will come out of the West. Um, but I, I would not be shocked. West. Oh, is that what you went with last week? Anyways, it doesn't matter. So, uh, so you guys are both saying uh, New Orleans in a romp this weekend. Is that right? Yep. Spreadsheet. I got them covered. Not a lot, but I got them covered. Yes, Saints going to score like 35 points for sure. Yeah. Well, we'll, yeah, we'll this will be another spreadsheet run. Uh, and then our last playoff matchup of the Ooh. week, Seattle venturing into Philly. Now, again, like I think everyone's going to be all over Seattle. I don't, I don't love it. I do not love it. How can you bet Philly, though? Yeah, I, like, oh. you, just, you just can't. Even I know they got home field. And the playoffs is huge, but God, that nobody in the NFC East should even be allowed to play in the playoffs this year, let alone put a team in. So I got Seattle. Not I don't feel overly confident with it, but I just could not bet, bet, get my head around betting Philly. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to bet Philly either, but I just don't. I mean, you're not going to feel great with that Seattle pick, and it's not going to shock anybody if Philly wins. No, I, I have no idea of that game. No idea. Yeah, I don't like it. I'm going to bet it, but I don't like it. I think you could bet Seattle and Philly and lose both somehow. That game is so stupid. Like, well, you know what? Let's leave that. Let's leave that right into the backyard uh, backyard gambling segment because we are picking all four games this week. All four games all right. are being picked. So up at Kitch before, please, please give us an up to date uh, recap. Oh, all right. So the last week, last week, uh, Deno and Kitch struggled a little bit. We struggled a little bit. We went all for three. I can't believe I, I walked out. I turned that Pittsburgh Baltimore game off with 10 minutes to go thinking this under is a lock and found out that it went one point over. I don't know. I still don't know because I'm in Dominican. I have no idea how that happened. But the fact that it went to 38 and we'd under 37, that kind of, that, that was, that was a bad beat, but all in three. So all in three for us. So Deno sits at five, 12 and one, five, 12 and one. It's not really a money-making venture. Uh, Kitsch is at eight and 10. Then Bart was Kansas City minus nine, Baltimore plus two, Seattle over forty-seven, which I can't believe because I pounded that. We didn't get the over on that. We pushed it. Oh, it was. Are you watching the end of that game? Just reach the ball out. Reach the ball over the darn goal line so you get yourself a touchdown. Oh, anyway, well, that was the, two. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Bart goes well, two zero oh, and one. How many ties you got, Bert? No, he's got three. He's got three. Three. You know a tie's a loss. A tie. By the way, oh, is not nine in the tie. I'll tell you nine, what. Six and three in Bart. Nine, in Vegas, a push is like, I run to the window in Vegas <laughs> on a push. That is like winning. That's like winning the lottery, a push. Run to the window. 
can I just say that uh, if you think you're upset about getting the push on that one, because when I actually bet it, it was 47 and a half. Oh, it went to 47 so and a half. And I couldn't believe it. So and I, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I couldn't believe it. As I went to bed and I woke up the next morning, I was like, "Ugh!" But as soon as I saw them miss that two-point conversion, which they didn't even need to go for at that time, by the way, that completely fucked us. That was idiotic to go for that. They should have happily taken 2014 as the score. That's two field goals. Let them take the lead to go up 21-20. And then if you score again, then you go for it. It made no sense. And as soon as that happened, I was like, here we go. It's going to end on – you watch. I was like, you watch. This is going to end on 47. I went to bed angry. I woke up angrier. So Bart, because well, you're lucky you went to bed. If you've been watching that, you've been really, really angry, really angry. Bart, I actually want to vote that since you lost your bet, you actually lose that game in our tracking. No tie, you lose. No, it's when the, it's the line when we make it. Like, so we're going to pick today. It's what the lines are today, Dano. Not when I make my bet. Dano, I think you might want to just have this section wrap up as quickly as you possibly can. <laughs> All right, listen, we're in the Kate Marcotte zone. We're 36, 37 minutes in. Kitch, give us your four picks. Four picks for this week. Buffalo money line is my lock of the week. I love that. I think Buffalo goes all of them. I'm with Deno on the second bet. I think Buffalo Houston under 42 and a half. I I think that's a, that's a, a great pick. I'm going to stay away entirely from the New England game. Uh, New Orleans. I'll put a little bit on New Orleans minus the eight. Uh, I do like that one. And then Seattle. I will probably parlay the Seattle minus one half with the under. I don't. I don't. I don't know what that's going to be like in Philly, but uh, I uh, I don't see a lot of points being scored by Philly, and uh, I think you're going to see a run a run oriented offense from Seattle. So uh, I like the under in the Seattle Philly, and I'll put a little bit probably the parlay with it with Seattle in the under. Then we should have made you go first because you're last, but go ahead, you're you're next. Okay, no one listing these bets. Thank you, Zach. Um, <laughs> Zach, you go bankrupt. I'll uh, take the Buffalo Houston under. Uh, I'll take the Patriots and I'll take uh, the Saints. Is that three or four? You got to do four. Yeah, that's three. Yeah, it's, three. Four, it's four this week. Then playoffs. This is a lot. There's a lot of change, guys. A lot of that's change. Uh, the Saints game, I'll take over then. It's <laughs> a lot now. Great, great insight on the over for the. Uh... All right, uh, quickly. I am going to do this the way it was supposed to be done. I'm going to pick all the games. Uh, okay. I'm going Houston minus two and a half. I am what? what? I'm taking Tennessee plus the five because those are the five freest points you're ever going to get. I am absolutely taking the Vikes at seven and a half. And then I am going to stick with the Philadelphia Eagles at plus one and a half. Yeah. You're going to be. You are yeah. going to be poor after this weekend. Well, just well, we're going to check the stats again, like we do every week, and I'm Kitch. guessing I will still be in the one hole. Kitch, can I take the opposite of him? Instead of I think he did. Like, I think he, I think he did actually. Okay, I want the opposite. His picks are horrible this week. So you want Seattle? We're gonna we're gonna kick out your Saints over because you put spent no time researching that. We're gonna give you Seattle. <laughs> All right. Seattle. Yeah. All right. Um, so there it is. Uh, backyard gambling. Uh, complete for another week. Uh, we are having some requests to get outside of just football for, uh, but which which is coming. When fo- I keep telling people, when football season's over, we will move on to other things to bet on. So uh, that is coming. Yep. Uh, Women's now, coming. 
Yeah, you bring it all. Oh, yeah, listen, no, let's let's do this quickly. What do you got for us, Kitch, on the on the college? I love women's game. no, but oh, call the call. Well, college games are today, so it's, it doesn't matter. That's uh, I, I the big game, so, the big game. I, I still believe LSU, LSU in the big game. They are going to beat Clemson by at least two touchdowns. Yeah, I'm yeah. shocked that line's five. I'm, I'm shocked it's only five. I'm going to stick with Clemson, but I'm shocked that line's only five. You better because it's costing you two hundred bucks if you don't. So I know, I know. I may have to hedge. I may have to hedge that one too. That and the Freddie bet. <laughs> How can I hedge, hedge the Freddie bet? <laughs> Surrender. Surrender. <laughs> All right. Uh, so quickly, can we just talk about how stupid some people are? And I'm going to lead off with James Winston. This is not what drives me fucking crazy. This is just we have this. We're going to finish the NFL with James Winston. So that idiot, after he throws a, I think it's a seventh pick six of the year. First guy to enter the 30-30 club, 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions. And he's doing his post game and they're asking about the future and this and that. And he has the audacity to talk about how if he just cleans up his turnovers, he'll be the best quarterback in the league. So I was sitting there thinking, okay, well, well, clearly he doesn't even know what this means. But let's talk about how do you how do you clean up 30 interceptions? It's not like he's saying, hey, listen, you know what, if I can if I can take my interceptions from you know 15 to 12. You know, we're going to win one more football game and we're going to be like, he's got to go from 30 to 12 at the most. He's got to fit 18 interceptions better next year. Here's, here's the point to this. He's an all time low on the wonder look test. He doesn't have the wonder look. So they make every player in the draft go through the one. Like, I think he got like a 0.06 on his wonder look test. Right. So this is a test. They just, it's an aptitude test. Basically. He clearly cannot read the number of interceptions he threw this year to where you're sitting there going, well, clearly he was throwing it to the other team's linebacker. Like, it's not even close for him to talk about cleaning it up. Oh, my God. Uh, Right now, over under next year is going to be 18 for his interceptions, and I am going to ride the over. It's it's an odd. There's no, but, and Arians, I love it too, came out and said, they asked him, like, do you think you could win with another quarterback? And his quote was, well, if we can win games with our current quarterback, yes, we can definitely win games with another quarterback. Oh, did you say that? That's <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. So I'm not even sure he's a buck next year. I'm not even sure he's a buck. But I just, like, how can you be that dumb? That's where he's just got to sit there and go, you know what? I had a terrible year. I threw 30 interceptions. That's unacceptable. I got And I'm going to be better. <laughs> don't do a post-game interview. Do not do a post-game interview. Don't say you're going to be the best quarterback in the league. <laughs> idiot did you have you guys ever researched some of the dumb stuff he did in college like he's like oh, stealing yeah. from a restaurant like stealing 12 dollars like all this kind of stuff it's like you can't draft that you can't draft that you know, jumped, you know out, jumped up on a on a cafeteria table and pulled his pants down or something like that that was another thing he did yeah that's fine but i agree that's, that, that's understandable that's understandable Kench. but stealing <laughs> like 12 dollars come on the crab legs. I think he stole twelve bucks and some crab legs. Yeah, crab legs. Yeah. Just, but I agree. Like, how is an NFL team with all the indisposable resources you have, you can't figure it out that this guy's probably not the answer? It's crazy. I know. Anyways, you know, but this might lead into a new segment, idiot of the week segment. We might go idiot of the week segment coming up. So get ready for that. Get ready for that travel segment, idiot of the week segment. All right, I, uh, that's it for the NFL. We are now. What are we at? We now right to, well, Leafs Corner. Leafs Corner is coming, but not this week. Uh, Bobby Bart will be introduced to the to our vast 
and by I might say shrinking <laughs> listener community. <laughs> Based on the current stats, which I'm going to bring up in any other business, uh, I'm a little worried about where we're headed, but we will we'll work on the marketing angle. Um, so this is it. This uh, we are now into what drives us fucking crazy. Daniel, do you have one? Yeah, it's a quick one. Like kitchen, I think kitchen has talked about this like five times already, but that OKC game, nurse goes and challenges that that call early in the game. And it like it was like zero percent chance, right? That that they could actually get a coach's challenge. It, it was a foul. It was an outright foul. And they asked him after the game, like, what you know, why did you do it? And and he goes, Well, from my angle, from my angle, it looked like he he didn't foul him. I'm going, you got 13 coaches on the freaking bench. Like, just look over saying, is it worth it? Because we all know what happened late in that game, right? With that Lowry, Chris, Chris Paul, right? Chris Paul, that, that, that was a jump ball, right? They said it would have been a jump ball. If they would, if he still had his challenge, would have been a jump ball. Who knows what happens? Chris Paul doesn't get that two points. I just, like, I think, the, I think these coaches think they got to use it or it's like a, it, it's a waste or whatever. It's like, and Kitch mentioned, like, save it for the fourth quarter when this big play comes up, whatever, save it. And, you know, if you don't use it during the game, that's fine because it's such a low probability of it uh, of it working. It just pisses me off. Yeah, so so there is a guy that sits right next to the water cooler, second row on the bench, and he's he's a video guy. He's got the he's got the uh, the screen up with the, with the game feed. And Nick, as soon as he, he thinks there's something questionable, he spins his head to that guy and goes, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Like right away, he's asking, what do you think? And this guy's looking at the replay on a little iPad. So he does have somebody he goes to, but I've been to a few games this year. That guy has sometimes not said anything or he said something yeah. and Nick doesn't care. He still challenges it. So there is a guy on the bench that is supposed to be tiered to that, but I'm not really sure that Nick listens to him. when. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is, is the guy on the bench? Like, is he, is he follow hockey? Like, is he a Maple Leafs fan or what? The guy's an idiot. Fire him. <laughs> well, my issue with it is one, I don't even think nurse respects it like i don't even think he understands or respects the the value of it and it is it becomes such an emotional thing for these guys it's like don't use it use it to your advantage and it's the last two minutes of any game that's it you have to have it then because i agree and it was such an obvious there's no way they were winning that challenge and then all of a sudden when we need it we don't have it but then you still have the moronic players because lowry did it this time he's sitting there going challenge challenge it's like what are you doing this is an this is a tool in the toolbox that you keep to the fourth quarter. And I'm going to say less than five minutes, but I think really less than two minutes. You've got to have that because they don't challenge. They don't go to the, they don't go to the monitor and everything. You've got to have that in your, in your, in your pocket. So yeah, I'm with you down a terrible, but I think we need to stop uh, bringing this up every single time, even though we could talk about it every single time because it's fucking crazy. <laughs> All right, Kitch. All right. My drives me effing crazy is the buffet line at an all-inclusive resort. Here we go. It, it, it is like full-on roller derby. Like it's like the, none of these people have eaten for a week. They can't get their plate full enough. You can't cut them off. They got their elbows out. What the hell is going on with a buffet line at an all-inclusive resort? That's that's driving me crazy. But but you know that Kitch has a lot of first world problems. Like oh, no. I'm, this is this is actually a third world problem. I'm in a third, third world, world place. Problem. Yeah, a third world problem. Third yeah. World. yeah, you know, I'm looking at your hotel room. Yeah, it could probably house. Yeah, it could, it could it could probably house the better part of the Dominican population. So this might be it. 
This might be a first world problem. That is actually true. You know, that might be another segment. We get, we get up first world problem. We get upgraded somehow. Oh, yes, somehow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Save that for your travel segment. Uh, yeah, th- this might be another segment. First world problems by Kitch. Anyway, so there. That's uh, we're going to wrap up. Any other business? So I'm going to uh, quickly live update our where we're at because I think this is a the wager is over. This is, we um, the four weeks or five weeks in wager is over. So as of today, all time downloads 428. Last seven days only 77. Uh, previous seven days were 124. So I'm going to like, I'm hoping <laughs> that I'm hoping the, uh, the, the excitement of the holidays has, has distracted people from our podcast because our we're episode standing. So it must be, that. it's gotta be that episode four currently only has 49 downloads from a high of 82. Oh no. So the Lowry one is the all time, uh, all time high of 101 103 the lower return so we uh this is a trend that we're just gonna blame the holidays for and hopefully nip in the bud bart can you check with the marketing department see what they think on this (laughs) i have and uh, they don't like the trend either (laughs) so that's right but you guys did you definitely won the bet who won who had the deno i think you win that bet right yeah he did. Yeah. Well done. He was well 175. I was 125. I was just off. I was slightly off. <laughs> you, were, um, you were a little light. You were a little light. A little pessimistic. So that, but we expect that from you. We like that. So that's my name of the business, uh, Kitch, AOB. Mine is, I meant to bring this up uh, a week or two ago, and I thought it was awesome. I'm going to bring it up now because it's just, it just in general is, is great for the sport. So Brad Stevens is coaching a game. I can remember, can't remember who they're playing. And the, the team is up by like 30 points at the end of the game. And it's about five minutes ago, and the whole fans are cheering, Taco, Taco. They want to get Taco in. I don't know if you guys know Taco. He's a big, yeah. huge guy, seven, no taco. seven feet and something. He's a taco. I call him Taco. Hey, so they're, 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 the, whole, the whole fans are cheering. So Stevens, he looks up at the fan base, and he starts putting his hand behind his ear <laughs> on one side. Then he puts his hand behind the ear on the other side. And then he starts pointing at different sections in the stadium. And the people in the section are going, Taco, going crazy. <laughs> So well, the, well, first go, then he, all of a sudden he gets him off the bench and he throws him in and the fan base goes nuts that they brought Taco to the game. I think, how awesome is that for a coach to actually acknowledge the fans and listen to them? And when he was interviewed after the game, Steven said, uh, yeah, my young daughter at home keeps telling me, Dad, why don't you give the fans what they want? Why don't you give them what they want? And he goes, that kept resonating in my head when the fans were cheering him. I thought, I'm going to do this for my daughter. And he listened to the fans put in. I think, you want to buy some loyalty with your fan base? He did that a hundred percent of that. Oh yeah, no, that was awesome. Yeah. He went all Hulk Hogan. He went all Hulk Hogan on him. It was great. It awesome. was good. That was a good one. Awesome. Yeah. Remember, yeah. Uh, remember the Raptors with Bruno. <laughs> Whenever we had a, had a big lead, awesome. the whole play, Bruno, like his second coming of Jesus or something. <laughs> well, he said crap. Well, don't for, well, don't forget the all all decade you jury picked him. So let's not forget about that. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, but he's on Kitch's team. Kitch's oh yeah, team. no, no, for sure. On his top six, top six. Infallible. Infallible, you jury. Uh, Deno, are you wrapping it up today? Yeah, I just, just got a couple of baseball stats I want to run by the uh, group. <laughs> we will be taking over this. Uh, yeah, go, listen, go ahead. <laughs> no, I got, I got nothing. I got nothing now. It's, it's all baseball. I'm a baseball guy. I got Bart. 
Thanks, All right. Well, you know what? Listen, fifty-three twenty-two plus the intro. We are we're gonna break the sixty-minute barrier, but Kate Marcotte, the Kate Marcotte barrier. We're nowhere near Kate it. Is dreaming. Kate's we're dreaming. Near it. It's not no, gonna happen. It. Kate, it's gonna Slacker, happen. Slacker, our our more obvious subscriber says <laughs> our only he wants subscriber. to go an hour, an hour <laughs> and fifteen minutes. He says he wants it an hour fifteen minutes. It takes him an hour fifteen minutes to drive to Toronto. He wants to listen to the show the entire way to Toronto. Well, then I'll tell you what, Slacker is gonna when we do get. Uh, a sponsor or multiple he's gonna have to buy every single time he's gonna have to buy <laughs> from our sponsors every single time or, or you know slacker's an actuary like he can run stats he actually knows when everyone's gonna die like he, can, he looks at me and goes down you should be dead bart you should be dead kitch you get about a year left oh, like, coming from amazing brantford casino slacker yeah how much secondhand how much secondhand smoke has he inhaled in his life <laughs> yeah, yeah all right slacker thank you all right fellas let's uh at 54 25 we're wrapping it up take it home go why why see you boys Kawhi up top looks at the clock turns the corner for the win 